Welcome to Wise, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. Wise is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, thank you so much. I feel like I'm starting every single episode the same lately, and that is to thank you for the messages that you have been sending me, that you have been loving the podcast. It really means so much to me, and many of you are like, this is a new level, something is happening, you feel very connected, and that is how I feel. So I really appreciate that all of you feel that as well. I am feeling that way lately. And a lot of it has to do with what I'm going to be talking about today, which is how to trust your life and subsequently how to trust yourself, which is how you trust life. But many people say that they're like, just trust yourself, just trust life. And like so many things, what does that even mean? How do I even do that? So today I'm going to be talking about six ways that you can begin to trust your life, especially right now when things are crazy and uncertain and we don't know pretty much anything about the future. I'm with you if you are feeling discombobulated and anxious and stressed Uh, I feel you and I am with you. So you are not alone if you are feeling those things at all. So before we get into that, wanted to remind you that I still have one nutrition spot open. They have been snagged, most of them. If you are an alumni of mine, meaning that you have worked with me before or you have done one of my group coaching programs reach out to me because I'm offering uh, a discounted price for you as an alumni. So let me know if you would be interested. And for new people, I have one spot open. The reason that I'm doing that is because if you work with me one-on-one or if you have worked with me already in a group program or something, we have gone over a lot of the content that I teach in my one-on-one services and in my group services, obviously. So if we come in, it's really just about support, accountability, a little bit of content um, administering. That was too fancy of a word. <laughs> a little bit of teaching. Uh, even as a one-on-one client, you do get access to all of my courses and the portals that I have for you to learn in times that you want to. When I say portal, I mean a membership portal, not like a time travel portal. That's instantly what popped into my mind. And I was like, that's not what you're talking about. But anyway, if you are a new client, I have one spot. If you're an alumni, let's talk. I really want to get you into doing intuitive macros. I'm going to be sharing a lot on Instagram about this and a lot of education around how you can begin tracking how it is really something that I believe is beneficial for most people. But there's a whole episode about that. I'm going to be talking more about that. That's just the housekeeping that I have today. Same thing 
well, not same thing, but also I'm putting out business content beginning this month, uh, personal development content, which also goes right along with my nutrition people. So I know some people that listen to me are both here for my nutrition content and my business content. And my goal is to really have it just overlap because all of this stuff is for humans. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. It's important that you are growing if you want to. And, and if that matters to you and it's a priority to you, and it's important that you eat well, no matter what you do. So I never want anybody to feel like, oh my gosh, she's posting and it's not for me. Try to take what from it what you can, because it's applicable no matter what you do. This is all about everything that I teach is just a vehicle for you to grow if that, again, is a priority to you. So just wanted to give you a little update on what is coming. I'm probably also going to be hosting some masterclasses, webinars in the next month or two. I want to be able to teach single subjects and I'm even toying with the idea of doing like maybe a cooking class or something. So stay tuned for those. I'm excited for all of that. And again, reach out to me if you wanted to work together. DM me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. Sign up for a call. You can do that at my Instagram bio or at ashleypardo.com. We can talk to see if we would be a good fit. But anyway, let's get into this podcast episode about how to trust your life and yourself. So oftentimes life presents us with things that we don't expect. Hello, 2020. (laughs) Hello, COVID-19, coronavirus, all this shit that's happening. None of us ever expected, did any of us ever expect that we would be going through a global pandemic in our lifetime? Friends, it's affecting me. It is, I have, haven't really shared this on Instagram, but I have traveled a little bit. I'm actually leaving again out of town tomorrow. I'm recording this on uh, Tuesday, the uh, um, August 11th. So I'm actually, when you listen to this, I will still be out of town, but I have taken a couple trips home or sorry, just one trip home. I have taken a couple trips to see friends because I have to. Like I need my social circle and I need my people. So I have been traveling a little bit safely, haven't shared it really, but I'm going to begin. Obviously, I'm telling you now, but uh, it is real. Just having, you know, things look completely different than we expected. Plans, you know, not being able to, you know, see people. I was talking to a couple of my best friends. Some of my best friends live in Miami. Some others live, another one lives in Mexico City, another one lives in Chicago. So most of my best friends are friends that I made like from 14 years old or younger. Then I pick up people along the way, but my solid group of friends is from Miami and they live in other places too. And we keep in touch very frequently. And I was telling them like, when am I going to see you again? When are we all going to be able to like touch each other and hug each other? I'm going off on a tangent here, but I'm just wanting to validate that if you're feeling that, it's hard. And even when I watch TV shows and stuff and I see people like at a sporting event or at a restaurant and I see big crowds, I get like a reaction. I'm like, what? Like That's not allowed. You can't do that. And that is so weird. So all of that to say, what we're going through right now is just weird and hard And we didn't expect this. And I think sometimes all of us as humans, we love certainty. 
we cling to certainty. We love that path that's laid out of quote unquote, the way things are supposed to be or whatever. And again, we have that in mind and then it doesn't, it might not happen or things turn out differently. And then what do we do? And oftentimes it doesn't. And that just goes to show you how unexpected life can be. Honestly, I thought when I was like 15, I'm 34, I'm going to be 35 next month, Virgo. I'm a Virgo, um, double Virgo, Cancer Moon. So I don't know why I said that, but if you're listening, you might be into astrology. I used to think when I was like 15 or 16 that by like 28, I for sure would be married. I would have children. I wasn't going to work. I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. That is not my life. And I thought I would maybe live near my parents. I don't live near my parents and I'm likely going to always stay on the West Coast. Things just look different than I expected them. And when that happens to us, especially if you are somebody who is in your 30s and you expected having children. Personally, I don't want children. I've never wanted them really except back then when I didn't really know myself. And I'm perfectly okay with that decision. But if you're listening to this and your life just isn't turning out the way you expected, you know, many of us go through that. And when things like, and it doesn't even just mean with relationships, it could mean with a job. It could mean with your own personal development. It could be, you know, maybe you have to take care of somebody in your family and now life looks different, that's really hard. And when that happens, and I'm going to disclaim this really quick. I am, this is not, this episode is not spiritual bypassing. So many of us also have really shitty things happen, like the loss of a child, the loss of a parent when you are young, the loss of any loved one, Um, having very tragic things happen, accidents, like very heavy things. I am not particularly talking about those things because those are not just fixed by like, trust your life. Everything happens for a reason. Like that's kind of bullshit. But so that goes in its own, that's traumatic. That goes in its own category. So I just wanted to disclaim that I'm not exactly talking about that. Those things are really hard obviously, but there are other things that perhaps, again, things just don't go according to plan and things look different. And when these things happen, I think that we have a choice. We could either get upset that life is different than we expected, or we could trust it and we could have faith and we could make the best of the circumstance because what is the other option? The other option is fighting reality. And I am likely going to do an entire episode on Byron Katie and the work. I will put a link in the show notes for the book, which is called Loving What Is. Byron Katie has these four questions. Again, I'm going to do my own episode about him, about them. So stay tuned for that. But Byron Katie's basic premise is like, we have to learn to accept reality and accept what happens because a lot of this is energy, right? A lot of this is energy in the sense of like, okay, if something is happening and I don't like it and it is uncomfortable for me, it's not as I expected, this is something new, oh my gosh, things are uncertain. We spend energy deliberately fighting it sometimes, right? 
Sometimes we're just like, oh my God, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this versus accepting it because what other choice do we have? Again, both of them are kind of sucky and it takes more strength to accept it. It is so easy to just go down into negativity. Trust me, I know because that is the tendency that I have too. It takes more work to believe that things are in your favor. It takes more work to have an abundance mindset. Humans are naturally negative and have a scarcity mindset and a fixed mindset. Growing and having a growth mindset, which is what growing is, (laughs) and having faith and living in abundance are harder. It takes more work, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it. It makes life easier when you do that because you can trust that things are happening the way that they are happening. And then we learn to accept them. And this is also like trusting other people. People are going to do what they do. People, there's, again, this goes along with control too. Any semblance of control that we have over other people, over, you know, what's happening in the world is an illusion. That's the opposite of life. Neil Strauss says that. He posted a quote the other day on Instagram about clinging to certainty is like legit the opposite of life. Life is about unexpected stuff. It's like Ram Dass has this quote where he says, I want to eat it all. I'm pretty sure I've said that on this podcast before. I want to eat it all. I want to experience all of it. I want to experience the good. I want to experience the shitty. I want to experience the disappointment, the anger, the frustration, the exhaustion, the joy, all of it. Because if we don't have the lows, then we don't have, then we don't appreciate the highs. And especially if you are sensitive, sensitive person, we feel everything. And you know that the reason that you can experience happiness and joy is likely because you have been in a shitty place before. I think back to pretty frequently to my eating disorder and how my world was when I was in there. And it was a dark, dark world. Literally, I think of it as like a different version of reality, a different dimension of reality. And I was so just deep in the darkness and, you know, depressed and so anxious, literally could see no way out. And I am thankful for that time. Obviously, it was shitty, but I'm thankful because now when I am in gratitude and when I feel abundant and I feel happy, I am thankful because I know what it's like to not be there. And All of that other stuff takes work. So I think the premise or like the theme of this episode is like, we have more control than we think. But the only piece of control that we have is what we do in our actions and the way that we think, our attitude and our effort. That's it. And again, we can't control people. So I used to really put... uh, weight on other people's actions and like oh if they do this then that means that they feel this way about me okay maybe but like we can't control what they do so I'm not into this like forcing or rushing or pushing or like forcing other people to do stuff people are just going to do what they do anyway so you might as well just surround yourself with people who you love and that love you and that understand you and at least you can have honest and open communication with there's people in our life that we can't do that maybe it's your family you know, that's really hard also. But I think that if we go back to just putting that um, onus back on us, 
of like, I control my attitude. I control my effort. How can I make the best of what I have? And how can I trust my life that everything is happening in the highest good? And it's not what happens, really. It's how we rise from the thing, what we make of the ashes and how resilient we are. You might not feel like it right now, but you are resilient. And the only way that we can figure out if we're resilient is if you go through it. If you go through something that shows you, because it takes strength to do this. It takes effort. And sometimes we won't actually do it unless we're forced to, because it's uncomfortable and it's really hard. So... I just wanted to sort of put that out there because when, you know, we get rejected or betrayed or we simply change our minds about something and our lives begin to look completely different than we pictured, there's a grief involved. There's, you know, so I'm going to be talking about these in a moment when I get into the six things or the five things. How many things do I have? I have five things. I just wanted to give that to you, the fact that this is all very real. Everything that you feel is valid. You can feel like a baby throwing a tantrum that life isn't going the way that you want it to. Cool. But now what are we going to do? How can we see the control that we do have with our attitude and our effort to move forward to make the best of our situation? Because what's the alternative? The alternative isn't any better. It might feel better for a little bit, but it's not better. The one that's going to make you feel better is the one that you put a little bit more effort into, the one that you proactively change your story and change your attitude and change your beliefs. This is possible if you are feeling like it's not. So let's get into these things. And I wanted to start with a quote from Eckhart Tolle who, if you don't know him, he wrote The Power of Now. He also wrote, oh my gosh, what's that other book? The Earth. A New Earth, I think. Yes. So Eckhart Tolle is this, again, he's the author. He talks a lot about presence, talks a lot about acceptance. He was depressed for a really long time. And he basically just talks about like the present moment and being, you know, open to the present moment, whatever happens. So he has this quote, Life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. How do you know this is the experience you need? Because this is the experience you are having at the moment. So this is like a summary of everything that I just said. Shitty things happen. Unexpected things happen. And we can fight it or we can just be like, all right, this is happening. What can I do now? What can I do to change my attitude or my effort about this thing? Again, the two things that we have control over. But I love that quote and I always go back to it whenever I'm feeling uncomfortable. It's like, all right, this is all just about acceptance of reality because fighting it hurts more. It might feel like, yeah, like it almost feels indulgent to get into that negativity, but it's not helpful. And again, I say this because I relate not as much anymore, but I really had to do a lot of active work around this, which is why I'm so passionate about talking about this. So first thing that we can do is feel the disappointment and the shitty emotions, but don't live there. So yes, feel the grief, the anger, you know, the throw your tantrum, do what you need to do. Scream into a pillow, scream in your car alone or with somebody, get it out, exercise, release that energy feel the things, and then 
we have to lock it up at some point. But the first thing that we need to do is feel the thing that we are feeling and express it in some way. And the thing with feelings is that if we are present to them and we release them, then we realize that they don't kill us. We think that that is what feelings are going to do. Like this thing is so uncomfortable. Oh my God, I'm so anxious. I'm so disappointed. I'm so angry. I'm going to explode. I have to go numb and distract myself. Stay present. It feels so uncomfortable. The only way you're going to learn to stay there is by staying and realizing that you didn't die. Because then you do it once and you're like, oh shit, I can do this thing again. So feel the disappointment because all of that is real. The grief, the anger, all of this. The next thing is, how can I cultivate faith, which to me is self-trust and which to me is a connection to myself, daily practices and daily rituals. I'm never going to stop talking about this. It feels so simple, but showing up to your daily rituals is what is going to keep you coming back to yourself and keeping connected to yourself. You must create a space within life that you connect to yourself. It's your own sacred space. So that could be movement, a movement practice. It could be meditation. It could be a journal. Those are like the top three things that you can use to connect yourself. You have to get to know yourself. What are your patterns? What are the unconscious beliefs that you have about yourself? Those things are going to rule your life. Most people aren't aware of them, you know? And when I start, like when I meet somebody and they start talking to me about like that they've been to therapy and they've done shit. I'm like, hell yeah, like you're my type of person because most people just kind of walk around unconscious with different sort of like addictions at, you know, differing uh, severity levels. But I appreciate people who get into their patterns and get into their belief system because then we can actively dismantle them. What are the shitty things that you're telling yourself? How can you change them? We change them by showing up. We change them by doing these daily practices, by having this space to show up to ourselves, to see what comes out and be like, oh, wow, this thing has been going through my head for a long time. For me, my thing, last week I talked about um, how our fears are abandonment and not being good enough. My thing is not being good enough. And eventually I'm going to talk a little bit more about beauty and perceived beauty and sexiness and desire. I had, this is going to be a tiny tangent, just give me a moment. I had such a skewed, um, what I want to say, a skewed image of who I was and what I looked like. And I used to really think, because again, my upbringing was, uh, I didn't have an easy upbringing at home in terms of like, you know, everything was quote unquote perfect on the outside. But in terms of like getting tools for confidence and um, self-trust and all that, I didn't have that. And again, I don't think many of us did. I don't think our parents really knew like, oh, I have to uplift my child with self-esteem. I I didn't know that. So I grew up with this very skewed version of myself. And sometimes I would look at pictures of myself because I am, I'm just going to say it, I'm conventionally attractive. And I would look at pictures of myself and be like, that's me? I honestly had no idea that, like there was this dysmorphia, this disconnect there. And over the last several years, I have learned to really own myself and be like, 
you are sexy. You are all of these things. And it really has to do with the internal work, the internal work of believing you are worthy. Because my story was like, you're not worthy. This also had to do with me losing weight and stuff. My things were like, you're not worthy. You are always going to be ugly and nobody's going to love you. And again, just a very skewed version of my own image. And like, that's fucked up. We shouldn't feel that way. I don't feel like that anymore. But for a long time, I felt that way. So I had to dismantle those beliefs because they're not real and they're not true. They could have been real when I was hearing them, but they are not true. So those are the things that you and I just got vulnerable there for a moment. But I share that because if I feel that, it's likely that many of you feel that too. And I'm going to be talking more about this. I'm going to be talking about sex. I'm going to be talking about desire, how to cultivate that, how that has to do with food. So stay tuned for all of that. But summarying, doing a summary on that point, all of this stuff begins to happen by showing up, by getting to know yourself, by getting intimate with yourself. The next thing is to build a support system. You know, people are going to think you're crazy sometimes. These people might be your family. They might not think that you can trust yourself. They are going to put their version of reality on you. And people can only meet you to the level that they understand themselves. So this is really prevalent for a lot of people sometimes that we might take somebody out of their comfort zone just by being ourselves, by our beliefs, by our lifestyles, our preferences. And their discomfort is going to show up in them telling you that you're wrong, you can't trust yourself. Like, that's really hard. And I don't want that to uh, completely negate you from doing the things that you need to do in life or living your own authentic life, which is why it's important to foster connections with people who understand you and get you. And these people might not be your family. And that is okay. You know, like sometimes we're not going to have the support of the people closest to us. And that is really hard. It is excruciating to feel that. But I also want you to know that you can find people who will have your back who will understand you and the level of your feelings in your full authenticity. Find those people. I rely, when it comes to like my deepest, darkest secrets and feelings, I rely on my closest friends who have been with me for a long time, like I was saying, because they understand me. They get me. They're my chosen family. They don't judge me. They feel cozy to me. They're open to listening to my feelings. And without them, I don't know what I would do. And I encourage you that, you know, or I want you to know that the more that you show up in your authenticity, the more that you trust and have faith that you are on the right path, you will become magnetic and you will attract those people into your life. Those people, I have attracted people into my life over the last, especially two years, who I have admired, who are now like close friends of mine. And just because I began showing up in that way, not scared, not upon, uh, not apologetic, you know, After that, we begin attracting those people. So I just want you to have faith that if you feel alone right now, again, DM me and let me know. I can be here for you too. But know that your people are out there. 
The next thing is to surprise yourself. Allow yourself to have the space to surprise yourself. Take action. Self-trust is built by having your own back. But sometimes when we don't have evidence for that, we don't believe that we can. So if all the evidence that we have is like, oh God, I always let myself down. I never show up for myself. I can never keep promises. Of course, you're going to think that. And it's going to be uncomfortable to begin thinking the new thing. So show up for yourself first. Keep those promises. What is one thing? Don't bite off more than you can chew. What is one thing right now that you can start showing up for? One thing. Is it you waking up early? Is it you showing up to 15 minutes of a movement practice? Is it you going out on a walk every day? Promise yourself something and know that you're probably not going to feel like doing it. But know that the pride and the confidence that you're going to feel by showing up to that thing and surprising yourself is going to be the thing that continues to allow you to move forward. So I want you to know that, yes, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, these things like aren't easy, but you can do them. And we develop self-trust, again, by having our own back. We are the only person we take wherever we go. Like, especially with eating and movement. Many people say like, oh, but what's going to happen when I travel or when these people are around? Like you, we have to take ourselves wherever we go. And we do that by having our own backs. I never worry about travel anymore. And that sounds very foreign to myself of 10 years ago, where I would literally gain 10 pounds going on a trip of a weekend, a weekend, I would gain 10 or 12 pounds can't you you can only imagine how uncomfortable I made myself with food and booze and all of that stuff what is one thing that you can do that you can show up for yourself for and trust yourself self-trust is knowing it doesn't matter where I am I'm going to take care of myself I know what my best interest is and I know what I need to do if I do this this happens that could be anything if I drink if I eat sugar if I reach out to somebody who's shitty this thing happens if I reach out to this person, maybe I'm codependent, whatever it is, get to know yourself. And as you can see, all of these steps overlap. The last thing is realize that you're in charge. You are your own best advocate. You are your own soulmate. Done are the days where I have thought that there is somebody out there who is going to be my number one anything. It's a wonderful idea, but what I've learned over the years is that I am my own soulmate. This is what I've learned from being my friends with one of my really good friends, Deanna Schober, who is at Deanna Schober on Instagram. She has taught me this from just conversations that we've had over the years. Like I am my own soulmate. I rely most on myself. All that matters is that I show up for me and then everything is going to take care of itself. Because I can't control other people. I can't control the outcomes of the world. I can't control anything else except for me and my attitude and my effort. You should matter most to you. Your thoughts about yourself matter. Your self-integrity matters. And that integrity comes from showing up for yourself and doing those hard things, those daily rituals every day. If I can just give you a quick example of this, I am somebody who is an introvert. And I, for like the past like five years, it's like when six o'clock rolled around, it was like, okay, I'm done shutting it down. Doesn't even matter if I had stuff to do. Like in my mind, it was like, all right, six o'clock time to shut things down. Time to like not do anything, just veg out on the couch and whatever, like at 630 or seven. And 
I was like, wait, I'm actually not feeling great if I watch TV for like this many hours. Maybe I can do something else. So every day for the past several months, I've been surprising myself by like going on a walk sometimes at 730, doing work, folding clothes. This sounds so simple, but like I have changed what I expect from myself. I used to think that I couldn't work out in the middle of the day. It's like, oh, I can only work out at nighttime. I mean, in the morning or go on a walk in the morning. No, I can do it at any time. I can do whatever I want at any time. If you have children, this might be a little bit different. Within the parameters of your life, how can you change these thoughts? How can you change these things? So that is all I have for you today, my friends. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you got, you felt a mix of being seen and loved and validated. But also, I wouldn't be doing my job if you didn't feel like you had a kick in the butt, uh, something to remember who you are, which is something that we forget. Like we start feeling codependent, we start feeling anxious, scarce, uh, small. In those moments, those thoughts aren't real. The real thought is you showing up as your own full self. The real thought is you remembering who you are. Remember that. And also remember that she has always been there. And it's only the shitty stories that we tell ourselves that holds us back. So make sure that you audit that and make sure that you show up for yourself. As always, I'm here for you in the DMs. And in any other way that you want to message me, but Instagram would be the best. I love chatting with you all. I will be in touch next week. And that is it. But I hope you enjoyed this episode and sending you all lots and lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.